0: See, once again, these are the recordings that I rarely make because they go so deep, but when I see them I point them out because ultimately for me this is an exercise in mental health. And so really, you know, any situation that I catches my attention from a mental health perspective, I'm gonna record it. And try to my best to unpack it and I'm I'm going to try to do this one but <clears throat> so the other day I was on the phone with my father and <laughs> <laughs> you know we were talking about like my um my kids being on a track meet and, you know, telling him about them. My daughter, he was like, oh, what what event is she running in? I was telling him, telling him about my son, you know, whatever. And then after talking about that, he says, I used to have a daughter who was a runner, but then she gained too much weight. <laughs> talking about me, he said that, and I bursted out laughing. <laughs> The reason I bursted out laughing is because I'm like, damn, I can literally never let my guard down with you, like ever. Like I laugh because I'm like, that is the kind of stuff that <laughs> when I was little, younger, it would literally make me want to jump off a building. Seriously, can you imagine your father saying something like that to you when you had in fact put on weight? And you knew it and you felt bad about it, and then your father said something like that to you. Back in the day, I would have, I would have, that would have like toppled me. I would have crumbled into like a mass of just like tears. Now, here's the thing. And the reason why my nickname for him is Darth Vader, because he knows that. 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 That would. Have floored me literally. And it just, I laugh because I'm like, damn it, I can never ever just, you know, you know, and it was almost like me taking power away from him because honestly, it was like either I am going, either I'm going to let that comment crush me into oblivion or I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh at how incredibly like. Wow, I can't believe how apparent you are. I can't believe how transparent this disease is to me now. Like it you can it's like you can never let your guard down because I used to feel guilty about the things I would say about my father. I would feel guilty because there's a part of him that to me it feels almost like out of sheer ignorance that he does things like that. Sheer Ignorant. when I say ignorance, it's his, his inability to explore his own mind and understand that his ways of doing things are backwards. It's like his way, his way of doing things is not right. It's like, he doesn't even see it. He, he, he I don't even understand his mentality for wanting to break me like that. Like, what is that? Like, that's a, that's like a disease, right? It has to be. It's like a virus. Like, who would do that to another human being? Who would do that? He knows that. And the thing that I would say to people about people with that mentality, I have felt like he was almost stalking me the whole time, wanting to make me erupt, you know? And it's like, nice, 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 nice. And you let your guard down, you let your guard down, you let your guard down, and then boom! they say something like that imagine if he had said something like that to me in person you know what I mean and that that and then people don't understand I'm like and that's the reason why my brothers don't come around that's the reason like people want to give them a hard time for not you know people say well who's who's coming around what about you know then the reason is because that of stuff like that and you know same for my sister it's like that's the reason why because if you are already, it's like he can somehow find like the most vulnerable place within you mentally, psychologically, and emotionally. And you never know when he's going to drop that nuclear bomb. You know what I mean? It's like I laugh, but that's the literally the first time in my life I have ever been able to respond to a comment like that from him with Laughter, and I'm, I'm like, I finally understand like what comedy really, really is. It's like a shield, you know. It's like a shield. But it's basically saying like, I know if you had it, that, like to me, that's why I call him Darth Vader because I'm like, you never know, like it when it's like, cause he, cause he's, he's almost has like a military mentality, like in his mind, he almost considers stuff like that as him strengthening you like making you mentally tough, you know? It, it it's just like a very almost kind of like I, I'm got I mean I'm I'm trying not to say toxic, but I, I can't think of a better word. That to me is toxic. When people say toxic masculinity, I feel like that is the very definition of it. You know, the very definition of it. It's like we had been, you know, I had been thinking like our relationship is much improved you know much improved you know but it's like I have to remind myself periodically but you can never let your guard down because you know what he would say and do things like that periodically and, and he would always seem to say it when I was at my lowest point because I had confided to him like maybe last week when he was trying to share something with me about my mother and I called him back after he was and I told him I was like listen I'm at a limit right now. I have a lot on my plate of what I'm going through with my own family. And so I just don't want to be involved in like the day-to-day updates about what's going on. And then the backstory to that is, especially if you're not going to adopt any of the recommendations that any of us have had to make your lives easier. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's a limit there. So I had said that. Now, you know how... Some people are especially elder family members who come from that era where you don't you don't talk back like at all <laughs> like at all like they will consider any any type of flare up not even flare up any type of even teeny tiny disagree with what they have to say. It's just like, oh, look at you." You know, so I know that he's been trying to come at me like that for a while. I have definitely felt it, and it's because of me trying to impose reasonable boundaries, but the reason why I had to do that is because I also recognize that people like that, then you will be hunted prey for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if they are violating your boundaries, reasonable boundaries in fact, and you and you don't stop and you you don't take a moment and stop them then you're going to be looking over your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you have to stop and just say, I'm not moving. I'm not going any further. And turn around, look them dead in the eye and say no. And say it in a way that you're just fearless. i like, no. I said no. And like, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. This just happened. So, you know, I talked. He had called a few minutes ago and he was you know asking me he had asked me to do something and then he was like oh did you take care of you know whatever whatever and i didn't take care care of it in the exact way that he said to do it but i had the reason is it's very 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 clear to me and i can i would not be able to explain it to anyone but anyway i'll put that aside i didn't handle it the, the, this is, as a reminder just say 326 and then i'll be able to explain it just say th- say 326 So I hand, and so, and today, you know, again, people of that mentality, I could tell it was like, I didn't do it. That's how some older people are, especially older people with with what I call, I'm going to just say, I I say Southern mentality, but that that might not be the fairest um, characterization, but it's just, you just don't ask any questions of an adult, basically. And I didn't handle it exactly how he wanted. So I know that probably did not set all the way well with him. But then he proceeded that the boundary, the previous boundary that I had set, let's just say boundary A, that I had established, I was very, very clear. And during the conversation, he was like, oh, I understand. Oh, I get it. Yeah, you're right. And like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, wow, that's progress. But when I spoke with him today, you know how people are, they think about it and think about it and think about it and think about it. In his his mind, that was me being disrespectful. (laughs) I'm just telling you, you know how people like that. Wait a minute, because they may not have understood everything that you said, whatever, at any rate. So when he called today, he violated this exact boundary that I thought he claimed he understood, boundary A. So now we're at point B again. And I stopped him again and I said, you know, this is what you need to do. You need to get that door fixed because I don't want to do this anymore. So this is what I will do. I will call the building management and I will ask them how the door can be fixed. Outside of that, I do not want to talk about this anymore. You know, and so it just and by the end of the conversation, I know he was heated because this is what he said. He says, well, I didn't mean to upset you. I said, no, I'm not upset. I just, it's just boundaries, boundaries. You know, that's what I said. And I know I have pretty much set up the equivalent of World War Three. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's just, it's just certain people. I, I'm just going to say from, in my experience, certain men that I'm like, no. No one can contest my definition of of toxic masculinity because not only have I lived it for 55 years, I am currently it, experiencing it now. And I can tell you, I'm like, I, I, I feel from my vantage point and I believe that many people, male or female, would agree like, yeah, that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> that's some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm like the very person who was blinded to their own illness, you know, kind of like inflicted it, inflicted the result of his illness upon his children such that each of us have within us what I refer to as almost like a superhero level pent up anger you know, where it manifests in a manner similar to what you saw at the Oscars. Like that duality of, you know, presenting with this uh, like flight and fluffy exterior, but inside is this pent up rage that at points in your life have exhibited as violence because you have had violence inflicted upon you violence. And, you know, so what I'm saying, I'm putting that out there because I'm like, let one person try to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about when I say toxic masculinity. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I have a definition for it. I I have, in fact, examples of it. And if I'm, this, this project has always been for me about mental health. And I'm like, man, if I had not previously put in all of that work from a mental health perspective. After having, sharing with my father that I was, listen, I've got things going on in my life, you know, that I need to focus on. You know, I've got kids, I've got children. I told him, gave him an update on what I was going through in my own marriage, which I had not shared with him because I had been so focused on, talking about, um, you know, dealing with him and my mother. So I finally shared that with him. And we're talking about like a week ago, like a week ago, okay? Like a week ago. And you you mean to tell me that then after that, because in your mind, I'm so-called raising up, you know? That's how people of that mentality think. You know, that's how they think. And you have basically been trying to crush me ever since. When I say crush, I mean mentally and emotionally. And what he came up with, he had to reach real far back in the recesses of his mind to know the initial wounds he used to inflict upon me were related to my weight. Because when I was a little, little girl, I was in fact overweight you know, which a lot of people don't know that. So he's well aware that that is actually the initial image and basically, you know, wound. So I'm like, so you mean to tell me in a conversation, you say something like that to me? I'm telling you about my children being at a track meet. And your response was, yeah, I used to have a daughter who was a runner until she put on too much weight. Like, I'm like... Imagine if I had not already previously processed all the things that were going on about like my marriage and you know all the shifts that had occurred like financially job wise. You talk about being sent over the edge. I don't think I I don't think anybody would really disagree that if I had not previously dealt with all that stuff, that might have been a thing that really in fact sent me over the edge. And to have that to have been done by my father, yeah. So that's why. No one can take any issue with my very accurate in fact characterization of him at the certain at the deepest recesses of the illness that he has not adequately dealt with Darth Vader. I mean, because to me I don't know what else how, how can I otherwise deal with that if I did not fictionalize it in some sort of way. You know, this is my life of pie. You know, this is why I call it pie club, because for people that have have, have dealt with deep emotional and mental and psychological issues like that, like what, what else are you going to do? I mean, what else are you going to do? Unless you find a way to kind of like store that in your mind in a way that doesn't keep you as feeling as diminished and helpless as you felt in that. Not helpless, not helpless, no. Because now I know that you don't have to feel helpless you do not have to feel helpless and i think that's why i would get myself in those diminished states because i would feel helpless but now i know that that helplessness and feeling helpless that that that's a state of mind you know what i mean like that's a that's a state of mind that's a perspective and getting yourself out of that space is a matter of a change in perspective and so I think i'll I'll leave it there, but anyway, thank you for listening and and really and truly, this was, that one was a really hard um a hard, hard loop, <laughs> but one for which I am deeply and profoundly grateful because I'm telling you I felt like if if I can't explain the division between over the edge and not over over the edge that for me it comes down to sometimes one thing, one act one statement, one word. And in order, the difference between going over the edge and not going over the edge is how you react, how you react. It's like if you can give yourself a second just like to not get caught within that vortex of energy that's being cast upon you, there is a way out. You can change your perspective and perceive that entire event from a completely different perspective that allows you to experience freedom and liberation from that past. Okay, thanks for listening. All right, this is a follow-up to my previous message. It's currently titled Freedom and Liberation, but I might change the title. But So it's a follow-up to that. But I was trying to recreate the moment so that I can gain an even deeper understanding like of that, you know, potential trigger and then trying to help to reinforce in my mind why it did not result, why it did not result in me actually being triggered and trying to take that analysis and almost like standardize it to help other people understand how you can maintain, you know, um, balance as well, you know, and so one thing that came to mind, and this is going to be tough for me to, to get out, but I, cause I don't have all the documentation in front of me, but I don't feel like looking for it. So it, this actually did happen. You'll just have to believe me. I'm not gonna, I was like, oh, I need to find a picture, but I just don't feel like doing that, but it's there. So the other, so I, one of the things that I do for my parents is that I pay their bills for them. And so. Maybe this was about two weeks ago. my father had wanted me to pay a particular bill, and he just asked me to pay it. he didn't give me an amount and then, when I talked to him a couple of days later, he said, "Did you pay that bill?" and he was like, "See, I told you to pay it. It was whatever the amount Im- why not whatever the amount was the amount let's just say it was like three one six seven whatever it was it it was my birthday. it was a combination of my birthday, which of course, if you're a numbers person like me you're I'm I'm gonna remember that like I'm not, numbers don't just pop up in my vision and I don't pay attention to them I I kind of convene with all numbers and so he was saying yeah no I asked you to pay it and he, he told you the name I was like no you didn't because that's my birth day, my birth year and my birth month I would have remembered that had you told me that number that is actually as I thought about it when the real quote-unquote flare up occurred because his response was, oh, okay, I see you. He didn't finish his sentence though. But what he wanted to say was I was getting a little ahead of myself. Oh, I see you getting a little riled up. (laughs) That's what he was thinking. So, you know, the, the, the hunt began then. And so then, and I was like, I'm happy to pay it for you, but no, you did not give me an amount because in my mind, I'm like, no, you're not going to gaslight me. (laughs) Like I would have remembered that because That was like the little game he played with my mom because he himself is forgetful. But to preserve his whole macho, again, we're talking toxic masculinity, to prevent him from confronting his own cognitive decline, he would just blame it on my mother. Oh, you lost this. I said this and you didn't, you know, and it just created tremendous confusion for her to the point where I think she just kind of, relinquish like forget yep you're right and yep okay yep I lost it <laughs> you know in some ways and but me I'm like no you're not about to do that to me you did not tell me to pay whatever three one because I would have remembered that because that's my birthday and that's when he was like oh okay I see caught himself but I caught it though so interestingly enough I had made a recording about him asking me to pay a bill and then I I said to do something and I didn't do it exactly how I wanted, but I'm speaking about it now because it's relevant. But he had asked me to pay the internet bill. You know, he gave me an amount and the amount was exactly my birthday. The amount was 326. Now, obviously, if you're a numbers person like me, there's no way you're going to say 326 my actual birthday (laughs) and for that to get past me in any kind of way. So when he said it and I looked at it and I'm like, okay, so you want me to pay the internet, first of all, the internet bill using my actual birthday? I was like, well, that's not gonna happen. (laughs) I mean, that's just not going to happen. Let's just just put it that that's not gonna happen until I get some further clarity and guidance on what that means. Because there's no way I'm about to actually input the numbers of my birthday into a bill that goes towards paying the internet bill. So I didn't do it that way. I just paid the the past due amount because I'm like, well, for obvious reasons, I'm not going to put in my birthday. And so then when I talked to him today, he was like, well, did you take care of what I asked you to? No, no. Pardon me. He had already called the internet company and knew that I had only paid, I didn't pay the amount he asked me, which was 326. And he was a little bit miffed. And he was like, but I, I asked you to pay the 326. And I, and I didn't want to get into it then. And I was like, I know, but they gave me two options. They gave me the option, pass due amount or full amount. And I said, pass due. And I paid it. They gave me an easy out. Obviously, I was not going to say to him, you gave me the number of my actual birthday to pay the internet bill. <laughs> like in a person who believes in signs and synchronicities and that things don't happen just coincidentally. He knew that that would be something that would, you know, he w- it was almost like another, yet another test. Was I going to catch that? You know, and he was, he probably already in his mind, now oh, she'll catch, he had probably already bet in his mind which way I was going to say, it doesn't matter to me because I did not do it the way that he asked. And, you know, for reasons that were important to me, because people like that, it's all for them, it's almost like a like control every every from every perspective they're just trying are you wait are you aware and awake enough to have caught that it's all it becomes like a CIA game or something. I mean, it just really becomes like like a never ending like you know quest and pursuit and figuring out you know whatever and they are always throwing obstacles in your way, trying to test to see if you can handle it or not, and it just becomes like okay here we go again. But you just like I said, it's like you always have to stay on your toes and like so, you know, stay woke because they're always coming at you with these little potential like psychological bombs, you know? All right. Thanks for listening.